In this episode, we're going to discuss the seven essential elements of your dream job as parting of not only getting a new job of your dreams, but also pursuing a career path that will lead you to your dreams. Seven essential elements re- describes what will be included in your dream job description. Now, you, I suggest you draft one. Let me explain why. Companies draft job descriptions for jobs that they are going to hire for to to describe the ideal applicant. They know that they're not going to find the ideal. They know that no one is going to be perfect. But they use the job description for people to self-qualify and drop out when they see that they don't meet the qualifications even closely. But more importantly, they use that job description to compare all the applicants who apply for the job and find the one that most closely matches the ideal. In fact, applicant tracking systems, ATSs, are designed that when an employer puts in a job description, they can highlight key phrases and rank them, give them weight, depending on how important those phrases are to the job. Then, when people submit online applications, their computer ATS system goes through and identifies how many of those key phrases are in the resume, in the application, or in the cover letter. And then they assign a score to each application. That score has a cutoff point, typically, where no one below the score gets submitted for consideration. They they just remain in the ether. This concept of designing a description, a job description, that outlines the ideal applicant, the skills, the requirements, etc., is a good thing for people who are looking for a job also. And once again, you describe your dream job recognizing it is a draft. It will never be a finished project because you are always evolving and improving and growing and changing and acquiring new skills and getting tired of old ones. So that's why I say draft your dream job description. Write it recognizing you're going to modify it as time goes on. Your dream job description should have seven essential elements. These are the ones that I find are the most important to help you identify and accept the job offer that is going to most closely match your dream job description. And I want to reinforce, using our system, you will receive multiple job offers. And you're not going to accept the first one, probably, because it's not going to be a good match. You're going to get as many job offers as you can and compare each of them to this dream job and then select the one that most closely matches your dream job description. So let's go into the seven essential elements. Essential element number one is what is your orientation or purpose on this job? For this, many people don't know. They've never heard this concept before. I recommend a great book called The Zookeeper's Secret by Sid Bunderson and Jeff Thompson. They talk about three different orientations to work. The first is a job orientation. 
That means you are focusing on this job, only this job, in and of itself, and nothing connected to it. The second is a career orientation, which is looking at this job in line of a string of jobs leading you on a career path you wish to follow. And their third one is a calling. A calling is that purpose, and they emphasize it's not just your passion. It is that purpose for which you are working. Is there a purpose for what you want to do? The first essential element is to describe your orientation, and they're all good. Not one is better than the other. They have to be authentic to you. So it can be a job orientation, career orientation, or a calling. What's your purpose? Essential element number two. What are the skills, tasks, responsibilities you want to have in your dream job? And you'll probably list about five to ten of these. And they can be skills, they can be things you love to do, activities, tasks. But start with generating the list, but then prioritize it with those tasks, those responsibilities, those skills that you love to use the most at the top of the list. Working down gradually so that the bottom of the list are those things that you can do very well, but you have little or no interest in actually doing. Those are the things you want to have a small percentage of your job. The top of the list, you want to have a greater percentage. So essential element number two, List the skills, the tasks, the responsibilities you wish to have. Essential element three is what is the industry in which you want to work? And the industry has a huge impact on the job. I've shared this before. I'm sharing it again. Consider the job title of a manager and all the skills and talents and, and tasks related to being a manager. Now, I want you to picture the manager of a bank. Picture the work and surroundings, the physical layout. What are they wearing? Who are they dealing with? Next, picture the manager in a factory, in a manufacturing environment. Now picture the physical layout, the office they're in, the people they're working with, the environment, the, the building, and what it looks like. And finally, picture a manager in food service, working in a fast food place. Picture what their environment looks like, what the office looks like, the people they're supervising, the things that they are doing. Do you see how the industry changes the nature of the job? Even though the job description, the title, the responsibilities, the tasks were the same, the industry can impact it. So put down two or three industries you would like to work in. Essential element number four. What is the size of the company that you want to work for? What is the dream organization's size? And I'm going to share some very easy ones. Pick one or two. First are global companies. These are massive companies that span the world. Second are large companies. These are companies that have thousands of employees, maybe not globally, but could be within the country you live in, could be in the continent you live in. The next one are mid-sized companies. These are companies that have between 1,000 to 5,000 employees, 
And they're usually fairly unique to a certain area. We're going to talk about location later, but these are mid-sized companies. Next are small companies. These are companies that have maybe 15 to 25 to 100 employees. And the final one are startups, which typically have one, maybe three or four employees. So pick which one you want to work in, two of them, global, large, mid-size, small, and startups. Essential element number five, who owns the organization you want to work for? In your dream job, what would the dream organization, who would own them? And once again, I'm going to give you the options. First, is it owned by stockholders? These are companies that are shared publicly and the stockholders own the organization. Second, is it owned by a private ownership? This could be a family, it could be an individual, but it's privately held. Third, is it self-owned? Do you own the company? This is where all those of you who want to be entrepreneurs can put yourself and still have a dream job description. Fourth is what I call we the people, and that's government. Do you want to work for a government organization that's owned by we the people? And the final one is no ownership, and that's the legal definition of a nonprofit. Nonprofit organizations have no ownership. Choose two of those that you'd like to work in. Essential element number six is location, and location has two parts. One is geography. What is the country? What is the uh, state, province? What is the city that you would like to work in? Describe that. And whenever you're in the middle of changing a job, that's a good time to consider changing location. So first, country, state, city. Second is the locale. And the locale is defined the following. First is metro. Metropolitan means you live and you work in a large city downtown area. Second is urban. Typically that means that you may live in the suburbs, but you work downtown. The next one is suburban, which means you both live and work in a suburb. The fourth one is rural. That means that you're working out of a small town, a small village out in the middle of nowhere, could be an agricultural environment, could be just small villages, uh, similar to what you see on the East Coast. And the final one is virtual. You are working from home. That has become a very real, very possible location, locale for you to work. Finally, the seventh essential element, which is the environment. And sadly, the environment impacts your job and your satisfaction and your enjoyment more than any other of the seven elements. However, it is the one that most job seekers fail to explore or even discover. Your environment is dictated, and this is what you want to describe. What is the physical layout you like to work in? Do you want to work in a small cubicle, in a bullpen cubicle, in private offices, out on a floor, outside? What is the, in the physical layout of where you are working? 
Second is the management style. What is the management style of the organization and preferably of the people that you will be directly reporting to? Are they autocratic? Are they collaborative? Are they laissez-faire? You can learn more about this by Googling management styles, and there's some wonderful tests that you can take to discover the best for you. Then comes the written and unwritten rules. What are the written rules? What are the unwritten rules and how do they dominate? For example, one of the unwritten rules may be that everybody goes out and they party on Friday nights at the end of work. One of the unwritten rules, I remember working for an organization that had a written rule that we had to wear either a, a pastel or a business Oxford shirt but the unwritten rule was, in our department, it's white. What are the written and unwritten rules? Next is, what are the social environment like? And this goes back to, is this an organization that has a softball team and you're expected to play on the softball team or a soccer team? Is this an organization where everyone is expected to eat lunch together on the team? Is it one where everyone is to socialize as a team? Is it one where they take big trips and the company doesn't pay for the trips, but people are expected to be there? These are the seven essential elements, and you write them down. Your job description should only be about a page to a page and a half. Once again, in review, element number one, what's the purpose of your job? Two, what are the duties, tasks, and responsibilities you're going to be having? Three, what is the or industry the organization is in? Four, what is the size of the organization? Five, what is the ownership? Who owns the organization? Six, what is the location based on geography and locale? And finally, what is the environment that you want to work in that will allow you to flower, allow you to grow and find real happiness on the job? I recommend that everyone draft a dream job description, that they use it to compare the job they're currently on to the job they want to have, that they use it to compare job offers when they're looking for a new job. I hope this helps you in drafting your dream job description and getting one as close as possible. Thank you for listening. I'm Larry Stevenson, and what are you going to do this week to let your dreams work?